Mommy needs a minute. Welcome to the Mommy Needs a Minute podcast, where we talk about quick hit topics on how to survive motherhood. I'm Jenna, the host of this show and the creator of Hands Down, the app where moms can shop trusted product recommendations with other moms. So we're here for a short time today. Let's use it well. Join me in starting with a deep breath. Today we have an amazing guest, Anastasia Sermava. She's a chef, a financial advisor, a former Bravo star, (laughs) and now she's a new mom. Yes. Yes. Anastasia is one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram (laughs) because she's so real and funny. Your baby is delicious. Thank you. I will eat her. Thank you. Her husband's a model. So like, you know, no big deal. And they're just the sweetest couple. And I could go on a great follow. Um, We will tag her Instagram in the show notes. So Anastasia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So exciting. How is it? Wow. I mean, listen, things are squishy. And today I was walking to my car and like my belly was just like jiggling. And as I was walking, I was like, damn, things be different around here. (laughs) Like, and the majority of it is awesome. And there's some of it that really sucks. And that's okay. And I'm getting through it. But like, you know, Wow. I just feel like I'm just getting out of the survival mode of, like, the newborn phase. You know how everyone always talks about, like, how, like, becoming a mother, Mm -hmm. it's, like, this beautiful thing. Like, what are the parts that suck the most? I think, well, especially in the newborn phase, you just don't even know what's going on. You're just trying to survive, right? Like, you're just trying (laughs) to keep this little thing alive. And you don't know when the last time you brushed your hair was or when you brushed your teeth or when you ate. Just trying to get through your day while you're trying to heal. Mm -hmm. And there's so much trauma in birth and even in pregnancy. You know, you're just trying to get over all that and wrap your head around it. And it's just a lot. You know, it's very romanticized and it's very Mm -hmm. beautiful. And we are so lucky that we were able to bring life into this world. And what it's made me realize is that I can do anything I fucking want to do. I am stronger than every man I've ever laid eyes on. I'm like, "Mm -mm. oh, you think you can lift 500 pounds? I pushed a baby out of my vagina. Okay. And I survived. (laughs) Oh, and I do like 13,000 things a day while keeping this thing alive. You are a warrior. A friend of mine prepared another friend of mine for birth by saying that. She was like, you are a warrior. It's true. You can do anything. And I remember thinking about that when I was getting over the whole like, I was a bit freaked out by being a science experiment. I also had a condition when I was pregnant called polyhydramnios where I had 
a ton of excess fluid. I think yeah. I might have showed you a picture mm-hmm. of this. My stomach, I looked like I was having triplets. I was wow. just so massive. Yeah. And afterwards, it was it was like, wow, I have nerve damage. I have scars all over my body, mm-hmm. but this kid gained like six pounds in two months. Yeah. And like, I am crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And yeah. like, I think for women, especially in the day and age that we live in now with social media and everything, like, there's just so much expected from us. And everyone, oh, bounce back, bounce back. I'm like, I'm not bouncing back that woman who was me before is gonna say bounce back to what yeah she's not nearly as strong as the woman I am today and I need to be proud of myself and listen easier said than done like there are certainly times when I'm looking in the mirror just like feeling my body and I'm like you okay honey (laughs) but you know we're we're badasses like we did it have you ever heard of the term matrescence? No. Matra- I forget where I found this. I did not come up with this. But when a kid becomes a teenager, they go through adolescence. And that is a major physical and hormonal shift in their bodies, yeah. right? Their voices change. Girls get boobs. Like all, They go through puberty. All these things happen, and they change from the child into an adult. And something similar happens when a woman becomes a parent. Um, Physical, emotional, mental, hormonal change. And you go from being one person into being a whole other person. You know, your husband or your partner and the men in your life, how they get softer and, you know, everything around you um, evolves. And it's a equally um, disruptive and beautiful thing. Yeah. I think that's really well said. It is. It is very disruptive, but also like the most incredible to watch this little being just grow in front of your eyes. And every day is something new. And the way that they look at you and you're just like, oh, my God, you just think I'm the best thing ever. And like, please always feel that way. But then I remember myself when I was 14. I was like, piss off, mom. You don't know anything. (laughs) And now I'm like, Mom, I need you. <laughs> Please watch my baby. Oh, yeah. We millennial parents were weak compared to our oh, yeah. parents. I, I mean, know. my mom had six teenagers at the same time. That's... She says she has PTSD from it. I think that's like the understatement of a century. She needs to go to like a medical spa for like, Life. or like just like a for, like, whole. Ever. S- yeah, forever. She just needs to be wrapped in a blanket and like cuddled. Told how great she is. Yeah. <laughs> So tell me more about like the day-to-day, like feeding and sleeping. How is she doing? How are you doing? I do it all now. I use the nipple shield. I breastfeed. I pump my breast milk. I put it in a bottle. And we use formula. We actually use Bobby as well. Great. And it's just really hard to figure out what works. But for anybody listening, whatever works for you, just do it. Nobody knows your baby better than you do, and your opinion is the best opinion. As long as your baby is getting fed, all food is good for baby. You know what I mean? It's just like you just can't – you got to drown out all the noise. Also, I believe, and I do not have any scientific evidence in my brain to support this. So this is just purely from one mom to another, but I'm pretty sure – that there's a whole new level of 
emotional and physical protection that comes with the gray matter that disappears from our brain, you know, why we get mom brain and all of that, that we get this kind of essence to take care of our kids and and to emotionally be there for them. And I believe that your instinct as a mother is so incredibly powerful Mm -hmm. and you know your baby, you know you, you know your body, you know their little body and you just have to do whatever you feel is the right thing and it's not just in breastfeeding and the same thing goes even now for like my son is four, he's learning how to ride a pedal bike and you know there are certain days that I can sense it's probably not the best day for him to go race down the driveway on a pedal bike and I'm just like... I think we're not going to do it today. Yeah. And if, you know, anybody pushes it, then guess what happens when we go outside? He falls, he scrapes yeah. his knee, he ends up crying. And you have this, like, motherly instinct. You know your child. You know what their needs are. And, you know, it's almost unfortunate because it gets to the degree where, like, you know too much and they need to go and, like, learn things on their yeah. own. But I do think, especially when they're little tiny babies, the only person in the world that really knows what's best for them yeah. is you. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. And it's like, it's just, yeah, it's really hard because so many people will just have opinions. And you, like you said, you just gotta, you know, you gotta drown out that noise. Well, it's a lot of it's performative. Yeah. When it comes to social media, because I am very much involved in that world, you know, coming from that more influencer side, I take everything I see on social media with a grain of salt. One question, I guess, is for clients or just for people, um, what are, Where should parents educate themselves on having children as far as, like, what do they need to know about financials? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm always going to say, like we're talking about credentials, go and talk to a professional. I mean, this is what me and many other advisors do day in and day out. And it's it's not this one-size-fits-all plan. Every family is different. Every person is different. Your goals are different. When do you want to retire? You know, are you trying to buy uh, another property? Are you guys trying to go and live off the grid? Um, Are you trying to send your kids to college or private school or not? There's so many variables that go into creating a path and a plan that I don't think it makes sense to just read one article and say, oh, yeah, that applies to me because there's so many things that go into it. So I think working with somebody who can truly act as a quarterback for your entire financial home and your entire financial team is really important. What I'm doing is more guiding people on a path to financial freedom and financial independence. And a really big and important part of my practice is financial education. Because financial literacy in our country is just abysmal. We don't learn it in school. We don't learn it from our parents. I mean, maybe you did, and that's you're a lucky one. We don't talk about it with our friends. And there's many people out there, I mean, I've worked with them, who don't even talk about it with their partner. And I just want to break down this wall, this barrier, because anybody can be financially literate. They just need the education. And sometimes... It's hard to get it on your own and and sift through all that noise, right? There's so much out there and it leads people to just not making any choices at all. I knew nothing. I mean, I can validate everything you just said from my personal experience. I really knew very little. My family ran a business and so I was very aware of business values, of family dynamics around business. I knew that the stock market – 
and how it was performing would seriously impact my great grandmother's mood on a daily basis <laughs> um, and my grandfather's. Yeah. And my husband just so happens to be very educated on it, self educated. Yeah. And, um, you know, meeting him and learning about that was just like, mind-blowing to yeah. me. And it's just like any skill, you know, it, it takes discipline and accountability and finding somebody who you trust and will, who will hold you accountable is really important because you have to stick to those disciplines in order to execute those goals. And if you're not going to do that, then what's the point of even starting, you know? There um, are a couple of examples of practices I've learned from friends of mine and family in teaching young children oh, about yeah. money oh, yeah. that I think are so interesting. Yeah, I have a friend. She has her son, like, totally educated and trained on financials. This seven-year-old shows up to a monthly family budget meeting and pitches why he needs the new Zelda game, how much he's going to need to save a week in order to get there. I mean... He and then brings that. his That's piggy bank to, to Best ears. Buy yeah. and actually counts his coins in front of Good the guy there. Him. I mean, it's incredible. And Esther's totally type A and super diligent. Like I'm I'm a hot mess. I would never be able to do that. But that's one example of something I thought was awesome. And then my sister has this great practice with my nephew. Um, he has three jars and he gets allowance if he does his chores. And he gets three jars. So say he gets $3 a week. He has to split it up into the three jars. So one is to save, one is to spend, and one is to give. And then at the oh, end of the year, so he has everything that he saved. He has everything he can then spend on something. And then um, he gets to choose where he wants to donate. And I think that's really cool, too, because that's it really teaches cool. kids about the impact of money. Yes. And so it's interesting because you also then as a parent have to figure out when is the right time to start introducing yeah. these things, which is, you know, a whole other challenge to I consider. remember I remember when my mom would write checks and I never understood where the like I didn't understand what a check was. <laughs> so if my if I'd be like, Mom, can we get this? She'd be like, No, honey, like it's you know, we don't have the money for that today or whatever. I'm like, can't you just write a check? I will definitely be teaching Arabella about investing, though. I mean, I love that idea that your sister does. And I think I would maybe have another jar of like, you can also invest, invest it. it. And it'll grow. And teaching her what that means and starting her from a very young age. Maybe her safe jar could go into an investment. Yeah. Arabella's going to own like 12 Airbnbs and we're all going to be like <laughs> working for her someday. <laughs> what is one thing that your family can't live without right now? <sighs> Kia baby burp cloths. Those things are the those. most absorbent. Uh, they're just the best. I can't even believe I was using anything else, honestly. They have been saving us because she is just wet. She's always wet. There's always something coming out of somewhere that we need or to wipe up. Yeah. <laughs> like, and these things are seriously like save our lives, especially like... You posted those. I did. Um, yeah. I did. What about postpartum care? What were oh, three man. things like right, like the two weeks you got home from the hospital, what were the three things that you just were like, thank goodness? Yeah. Um, diapers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Comfy ones though. Okay. Like, oh, diapers for you. For me. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. not for the baby. For me, like comfy, 
the really super absorbent, comfy, like, women's diapers. Did you wear the hospital? Did you steal them from the hospital? I did have some from the hospital, but I found the ones that were, like, actually fit, like, high-waisted underwear Mm. were better. They were more comfortable for me throughout the day. Yep. And then, um, like, really, really comfy, cozy clothes. Mm. You know, I needed soft and stretchy things that weren't going to be constricting for me. Um, and under eye masks because I felt like I was in a little spa. I bought those, the ones that you recommended. They're so good. So great. And I'm with you on the jammies. Mm -hmm. One of my best friends, shout out Amanda, got me these cozy, cozy jammies when I was about to have the baby. And they were like, I could like pull them under my boot. Like they weren't, they weren't maternity but they yeah. were maternity friendly they were so soft yeah i just loved them so much and it just like really makes you you just need to be like cozy because you're just like a blob yeah. yeah you just like don't even know who you are as a person so you're just like at least i am comfortable <laughs> you've gotten back into cooking oh yeah it's my glass of wine at the end of the day oh truly yeah same it's, for my husband yeah i'm so lucky and so as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You guys are very lucky. <laughs> and we're lucky that, well, I don't know if you do this, but Will loves cleaning. So I, he always, he just cleans up my mess. I don't know. You know, I do love, Jeff won't listen to this, so I can say it here. Yeah. I do love cleaning, <laughs> but I don't want him to know that. Wait, don't tell Jeff. Don't tell Jeff. <laughs> but Jeff now works from home. Okay. The number of dishes this man uses in one day. Mm. You know, every morning I do the dishes from his late night snack. Lovely. And Stone's breakfast and all of that. And I'm like, great, look at this clean kitchen. I come down after my like 1130 meeting. I'm ready for my smoothie. And there's a sink full of dishes already. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) what have you been eating? And also the dishwasher's empty. You could just throw those right in there. And he just looks at me with this blank stare. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I do enjoy a clean sink. I enjoy doing the dishes, but I can't encourage the behavior. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about your placenta? Yes. Great. She's in my freezer. I mean, just kidding. She's in the fridge in so pill form. I saw that you used a service. Yes. Plus Senta. Plus Senta. Yeah. I encapsulated my placenta and ate it. Yeah. In capsules. Yeah. Have you eaten them yet? Oh, Yeah. From, from the moment I got it back. They were so fast. Honestly, I really felt that it helped with my energy. 100%. And my mood. Not that I have anything to compare it to, but I just felt better when I was taking them. And I think there's a lot of, I don't know, there's people who can go one way or the other. Like, ew, you ate your placenta. Everyone thinks it's gross. Humans are the only mammals that don't eat their placenta. Yeah. And... The placenta is a disgusting-looking organ, and it just, like, you have to give birth to it. It's this whole thing. I don't know where I read about it, but I was so terrified about postpartum anxiety because I already am an anxious person, and I have trauma in my background, and I was really scared that this experience was going to ignite this traumatic experience, and I was going to have this horrible thing. So I was, like, ready to do anything 
when I learned about placenta encapsulation, I found this doula named Amethyst. Wow. Of course. <laughs> and she, I literally bought a cooler off of Amazon. Yeah. And my husband was like, why are we bringing this cooler to the hospital? And yeah. I was like, oh, not only are we bringing this cooler, but I just wrote a $500 check to a woman named Amethyst yeah. <laughs> who is going to pick up in one of my organs in this cooler. And he was like, not asking questions. Yeah. And... I have to say, I had so much energy. I had no negative thoughts. Like, I don't want to say it's all because of that, but I do. I'm, like, such a fan of it. Yeah. And I just feel like it's the kind of thing that's, like, a why not. Yeah, I if agree. you know how high postpartum depression rates are, yeah. if you have the opportunity to try something that's worked for some people. Um, so I was excited to see that you did it. Yeah. No, I thought it was amazing. I'm glad that you had a great experience. And I was curious about Placenta Plus because Santa. I went through – it was it was kind of like a drug deal. It yeah. was like, you know, my husband had to, like, meet Amethyst around the corner of the hospital. Right. And, like, the nurse was in on it. And yeah. then, like, we were hiding it from the doula because she, like, didn't think it was a good idea. And then oh Amethyst gosh. showed up, like, two days later. <laughs> and she was like, I have the pills. And I was just like <laughs> – this whole thing felt really intense and sketchy. Yeah. But – Great outcome. Plus Senta, I mean, they could not have been better. Like they were 10 out of 10. They had, they were super communicative. They were really gentle in the way that they approached it. And they were super fast. And they just they send you everything you need right there in a perfect yeah. little package. Yeah. And they they the turnover was very fast as well. So I had it within a f couple of days of being home from the hospital. So that's awesome. Yeah, 10 out of 10 I recommend them. Now that we've covered Anastasia's placenta. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for momming hard with me today. Thank you. And that is it for today's episode of Mommy Needs a Minute. I hope this brightens your day and gives you a moment of support in your life as a mom, especially if you're a new mom or going back to work or planning for your family financially. And remember, you are not alone in this. So pop on over to Hands Down whenever you need a dose of some mom friends and or some more trusted recs. And be sure to join us for our next episode where we will continue to bring you more laughs and valuable insights into mom life. Until then, take care of yourself and remember, you've got this. <laughs> Go mama. We've got this. <laughs> remember to like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with your mom friends. We have new episodes releasing every week, so be sure to check back for more. If there's a topic you want us to cover or have thoughts to contribute, be sure to DM us on Instagram at handsdowntheapp or email us at hello at handsdown.shop. We'll feature real moms like you and your stories throughout the season. We probably could have kept talking. I looked at the clock. I, know, I was, I was like, like, oh gosh. Should I, I know. You probably have to get home. <laughs>